Voilà, voilà. C'est moi. Parfait. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. In 94, the French TV company sent a brave 20-year-old girl with a top velvet hat, leotard and black stay-ups who didn't make any excuses when she took the Eurovision stage by storm. She sang that she were a real guy and the powerful lyrics of the song made the competitors' songs sound more like a picnic in the park. You are listening to Eurovision Legends. My name is Emil Lövström. And here comes the jingle. Welcome to the podcast Eurovision Legends. Nina Morato. Hey, hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you for your interest. <laughs> Life is so exciting, so amazing, so unpredictable, so mysterious, so powerful, so fascinating, so challenging, so poetic. So yes, I'm well. Can you tell me when did you begin to record music? I recorded my first single. I was 16 uh, old, David Christie produced. And uh, David Christie, he wrote disco hits for the others under the name of James Bolden and made a big uh, hit with a saddle up. It was uh, on the set of this video that I met him dancing by side. One day I was singing in my shower. He heard me sing and uh, gave me an appointment in the studio to record my first song, Funky School. Je suis un vrai garçon, your first attempt to Eurovision. I never tried to dream um, or even had the idea to participate in Eurovision to exist since in France. I had just received the music's victory for my first album yeah. before. Yeah. I don't dream to, to do a, an Eurovision, no. Never. The music is composed by Bruno Maman and the lyrics are written by yourself. Can you tell me how did you come up with the song? Uh, this song uh, was uh, initiated by Bruno Maman in reaction to what we live in our privacy. This is what uh, we were looking for when we meet in secret to live this forbidden love. This impossible love. Yeah. We live of love and music. Je peux pas rentrer chez moi. Il n'est plus rien pour moi. Mais je peux pas tout lui dire. Je veux pas lui mentir. Je sais, je suis son amour. Forcément, il y a des jours où c'est lourd. C'est lourd. Je suis un vrai garçon. Maman, maman, maman. 
Je suis un vrai garçon, je suis celle qui t'en sorcelle. Uh, je suis un vrai garçon, translated means I'm a real guy. Tell me about the lyrics you wrote. At this time, more than uh, 20 years ago, the idea that we made of real boy when uh, we were a girl was that he was free to respond to the impulse of his body, free to satisfy his desires without being singled out, without being considered a, a bastard, you know? Yeah, considered a bastard. Yeah, and this song, I'm like him. I do as he teaches me to face the same dilemma, facing the mystery of the, of the love of desire. The song was chosen internally in France, there was no national final that year. Who contacted you or how did the French TV get Je suis un vrai garçon? I like when you, when you say Je suis un vrai garçon. <laughs> J'adore. Uh, it was the director of television programs, Marie-France Brière, who had this idea. Marie-France made me listen to songs that I refused all them. You mean you refused yes, the songs? I refused, yes, all these uh, songs. I refused all them. Indeed, uh, asking me what I wanted to say yes. We had just made this brand new song with Bruno Maman. It was an ideal way to make it live a big choose. Yeah? This, this song. Do you remember the other songs that they played for you. Yes, yes. For example, uh, Didier Barbalivien composed, composed Didier Barbalivien. Yeah, somewhere. But I, I don't like this song and uh, I don't, I don't. Uh, was the song released later, that song that you refused? No, nobody. I propose my song. I say, I want to, to sing Je suis un vrai garçon. Yeah. It was not possible. I don't want to to do a Eurovision. You have worked more with Bruno Maman. Can you tell me about your collaboration? We had a very creative and passionate uh, relationship in a blazing time when everything was similar at us, at the time when we crawled labels, had the men's to give us the men's to sound the music as we heard it. I discovered I'm a real boy and um, I had taken my girls to the hotel at 20 kilometers from Berlin following a big clash. We, we were awakened. You yes. understand that? You, you woke up? Yes. I, uh, it was the housekeeper who insisted that I open it early and opening. The door arose an oriental dancer, followed by a percussionist, a violinist, and Bruno on the guitar, who came to make me discover the song To Be Forgiven. It was very intense. Everything was like that all the time with him. With Bruno. With uh, Bruno. Did you do more versions of uh, Je suis un vrai garçon? I mean, if you record it in other productions or lyrics. 
His song was recorded in ideal conditions with Alain Goraguer, who wrote the arrangements. The arrangements, yeah. Yes, for the strings, and who conducted the orchestra. He had uh, for France Gall. Do you remember France Gall? Absolutely. Poupée de yeah. cire, poupée de son. Yes. This song had, uh, however, the potential to become a hit. The, um, the record company believed, believed it. My album already in place in stores following the success of the song, Maman. C'est Maman, maman, laisse-moi sortir le soir Maman, comme avant Retiens-moi de qu'il fait noir Maman, maman, maman Pendant qu'il est encore temps Maman Ma maman les montres religieuses tendent leur bouche rieuse. On retrouve des garçons morts de mort mystérieuses. Les tentations sont grandes, je ne me laisserai pas prendre. Maman, ma maman, hey. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. After the revision, there was a new edition with Je suis un vrai garçon. At uh, the right time, when it was necessary to deprive the, the great men to, to, to give all, all the chance to, to this song to exist. But a new president took place, a new place uh, in Polydor. Uh, this had wasted precious time and he ended committing. Convincing. Me to leave a new album in the studio with Bruno by putting her, by putting her disposal, all the men's we would need. We went to record this new second album. Eurovision 1994 was held in Dublin. Tell me about your week in Ireland. I had an excellent uh, memory of the atmosphere in the city and especially of an extraordinary nature. We had uh, a very intensive schedule because we, we heard twice a day the weeks uh, before the recording. We, oh, you had rehearsal twice yes. a day. Yeah. And uh, we took a ride in an extraordinary nature with a musician who accompanied me, crisscrossed the city in a carriage, but Bruno, Maman did not want me to leave this room and uh, put me unforgettable words. Bruno Maman didn't want you to leave the room. Yeah. Why? Because uh, uh, I think he he wants uh, he wants for me the concentration, you know. But uh, the la concentration pour moi elle arrive dans l'action. For me, it's like that. But for Bruno, it's, it's not like that. 
Okay, so for you, the concentration was to be in the nature and be outside. But for Bruno Moment, thought that it would be better that you stayed inside. Okay, I understand. Did anything special happen behind the scenes that we, the viewers, didn't see? Uh, at that time, I was still carrying a water gun that was uh, confiscated by security before the press conference. And uh, Marie-France Briere threatened to cancel France's participation. <laughs> and uh, if it was no return to me, you know, <laughs> they gave it back to me and I finally got to water them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You mean you got a water pistol yeah. <laughs> on the press conference? Yeah. <laughs> Shut that door. <laughs> Thank you. You had the final number that evening. Were you very nervous? Yes, 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 yes. I'm very stressed, but the presence of my super excited team of musicians gave me wings. Your performance is very memorable even today. For example, because of your fantastic artistic stage persona, your style of clothes. Uh, the, the image of Eurovision has long had a chasey image, but since then it was evolved well since, you know, and uh, uh, dressing it in, uh, in garter belt, in light clothes to sing, I'm real, enfin, je suis un vrai garçon, was yeah. not just a provocation, you know, to yeah. make a concession, but a position uh, on the forms that separate us and on what in the back room resembles and gathers us with the, we are a girl or boy facing the dilemmas of love and facing the mystery. Yeah, but also because of the lyric. And I will read here from the lyric. Je sais, je suis son amour, mais putain, y a des jours où c'est lourd, c'est lourd. Which in English mean, I know I'm his love, but fuck, there are days which are hard, which are hard. Nina, can you tell me here about that use of the word putain? About the putain, the, um, there are some words like were that are part of the inconventional of the French language. Language. Yes, of the French language that are from the open in a conversation, but the possibility of making it a place in a song that represents to France took all this meaning. This is part of our daily lives, our French to express, of our emotions without shadow and without detour. Can you tell me here how come that you could use that word? Uh, because in the rules of Eurovision, you can't use bad words. So I wonder, uh, I understand what you said about that it's a word that usually says in the French language. It's a bad word. But it's a bad word. Yes, it, it's a bad word. So I wonder how come that you could use that word? Did no one warn? Non, mais je pense que on m'a dit à la fin si tu n'avais pas dit putain parce que Bruno il ne voulait pas que je dise putain. I understand that Bruno didn't want you to say putain, but you wrote the lyrics, so you had okay. Mm -hmm. 
prendre des points. So they took some points from you because you said putain. Yes. Oh. Well, you are a brave woman. <laughs> Marveilleux. Your singing style was also extraordinary. Some notes you almost seemed to scream. Everything was very edgy. Did you ever consider toning it down in order to get more points? No, pas du tout. Never? From the second uh, party of the song, I forgot the, f the first sentence. You did? I didn't remember that. Yes, I, I don't remember anything, you know? And in one second, it's a miracle and the, the words come in my head. Yeah. Ireland won for a third time in a row and you finished in a seventh place with 74 points. Were you happy or disappointed about the result? I didn't listen to... Attends. The important thing for me uh, was to represent uh, friends to live this unique and exceptional experience. No matter what the outcome, it was not... Uh, in itself it was the others would make me release the good result because seven is special number seven is sometimes considered a magic number it's my lucky number darling <laughs> did you have any favorites among the other competitors i didn't listen to the other songs <laughs> i love you even more The, the participants that I considered to as partners turned out to be fierce oppos oh, oh, uh, opposite. Open yes, with the long, sharp teeth, you know. They made funerals, and when the camera landed on them, they clapped and pretended to be happy and happy. We, you know. <laughs> And uh, with my musicians, we played bagamon while waiting for the result. But you mean that the other competitors didn't like your style? Do you mean that? The, the girls was jealous, you know. Everyone, you know. Not just for me, ju not just with me, with everyone, you know. But who were the girls? Who girls do you mean? Les, les concurrentes, the, 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 oh, you okay. Know? Yeah. All the girls. Yes, all the girls. Uh, and and when when we wait, you know the the result, the camera, and everybody, and every everybody, the funeral, you know, and the camera comes. <laughs> I was eight years when I saw you dance and jump around with a big hat and was mesmerized by your way of owning the stage. And I get the feeling that you have to have a lot of courage to dare to own the stage in that way. Am I right? The stage is the only place I feel at my place. I had always hated the limits imposed by decency or that city is a natural reaction to that 
to to thread them. Throw them. Yeah. Yeah. Throw them. Your reaction to throw them away. Yes. Okay. I remember I, knowing that I could get into the television set of my grandparents with warm. I was following the small small competition. <laughs> Made me dream. Can you tell me here, Nina, what happened after Eurovision in your career? The second album, L'Allumeuse, was released. I was preparing for the, the tour when suddenly everything explodes in flight at the brutal date of my daughter, Julia. My first daughter, Julia, she was uh, 12 years old, you know. Yes, your daughter was 12 years old, yeah. Yes. And uh, grief was like uh, contagions, con disease, disease, disease. Disease. Your, your, your daughter died at 12 yes. years old. Yes, and the grief. Gri the grief. Yeah. And we had to suffer. The brain shatters every memory to protect it, itself and not die. It was... In this solitude and uh, isola isolation, that I put myself at the piano, casting. You are writing, so you don't need to think. And Moderato, the, the third album was born as Odyssey, my third daughter. It uh, turned everything upside down. The record company gave me back my contra contract, believing that I would uh, not be able to represent this album and uh, defend it. The record company? No, ils pensent, ils pensent que je suis pas en mesure de défendre l'album. Okay, so because that you were pregnant when you released the album, they didn't believe that you could uh, represent the album. Exactement, exactly. I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you for your words. Thank you. It's okay. It's very okay. We go back to you have released many albums since Je suis un vrai garçon and I really like your music Nina so I would like you to promote some of your songs do you have a favorite song of your songs I really like the uh, Hollywood song Me too I love it yeah.
it's a totally uh, autobiographical yeah. song, and uh, she said a lot about me. If I had to keep only one sentence, it's the one that say, only from afar can you see the star shining. Beautiful. <laughs> Do you know what, Nina? I have one more favorite of your songs, and it's called Fanfaron. Yes, I like the Fanfaron. Toutes les nuits je me baigne Avec lui à moitié nu Depuis qu'il m'a dit je t'aime Et qu'il m'a porté au mur Il dit qu'il est mon frère Il me parle comme un père Jure que c'est moi la mère Qu'il veut pour ses enfants One day I speak with a, a friend, a very, very uh, marvelous uh, friend. Her name is Lassa. Oui. She's a singer. We, we talk together, you know. And um, when I hear his story, she speaks about a boy. When I hear, I think maybe it's my boy. It's the same things you have. <laughs> you, 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 you speak. Attends, comment tu peux dire? Attends, when I speak uh, with Lassa, the, she told uh, me many, many things about uh, lovers. When I hear this story, I think, but maybe your lovers, it's my lover. What what his name? <laughs> Maybe it's mine. <laughs> for her, for me, for for many girls. Fanfaron. <laughs> and we will play this fanfaron now. In English, our fanfaron is a swaggerer. Uh, Nina, do you have any favorite of the French songs from Eurovision in the history? Yes, L'oiseau et l'enfant. I like this song. Oui. Je connais, je suis un vrai garçon et je connais l'oiseau et l'enfant, c'est tout. 
Yes, that's the only two songs you know. <laughs> You're a punk, darling. <laughs> uh, merci beaucoup, Nina. C'est fut un honneur et un privilège. <laughs> you good, good French. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm very happy, very glad to. I love your questions because they allow me to focus on an extraordinary adventure that of your revision and to revive uh, memories that rest in peace in my mal. And I think it's fantastic that that you have been doing this in 94 and I was eight years old and I was so mesmerized by you and now I can speak with you. It's a, it's a fantastic, it's a very good day. Oh yes, I know. Est-ce que tu me reconnais un peu? Yes, I really, yes, yes, you look the same. <laughs> I, o- I, o- I only miss the hat. Maintenant j'ai ça, my new hat, it's like this. <laughs> this is fantastic. Now Nina, put on her hat on her. <laughs> Tell me where you live. I live in Gothenburg in Sweden. La Suède. Oui. La Suède. Yeah. I want to go in this country. Yes, I want to go. Yes, and you are welcome. You can come here. Come to my place. Yes. Okay, you have my number and me your your contact. And uh, yes. when you come in Paris, please come. Come on. I promise. Are you crazy? <laughs> Mais oui. I hope you're crazy, yes. Yeah. Uh, Nina, what do you say? Shall we end this episode with Je suis un vrai garçon? Je veux plus rentrer chez moi, j'ai pas d'explication. C'est un autre qui m'a perdu ma raison. Je sais, je suis son amour, mais putain, y'a des jours où c'est lourd, c'est lourd. Je suis un vrai garçon. Je suis un vrai garçon, je suis celle qui t'en sorcelle. I send you the link. When I have published your episode, it will take some weeks. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, for the moment, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again. And I really hope all the best to you, Nina. Thank you. Um, I like uh, when you say that. So I believe you, you know. And I kiss you. Thank you very much. Peace. Bisous, je t'embrasse. Salut, salut